episode 31 of the Monster Squad with your hosts, Becky, Jen, and Abby, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner monster and take this journey with us. All right, welcome back to the Monster Squad. Hey, guys. Hi. (laughs) All right, so if you listened um, from our previous episode... You know that for episode 31, 32, and 33, each of us have a segment to talk about ourselves. So episode 31 is dedicated to me, Abby. Um, And then 32 will be Jen. And 33, of course, we've all been waiting for that one, (laughs) Becky. (laughs) All right. So I'll just go ahead and start off because I'm not quite sure what I was supposed to do. So I kind of winged it. So you guys are coming along the ride with me. <laughs> we don't know what you're supposed to do either. We want to know all about Abby. What's AAA all about? <laughs> oh all right. So I guess stuff about me. Um, I was born August 24th, 1994. So if you do the math, I'm 28. Uh, I am a Virgo. I was just going to say virgin. Lies! Clearly not! Um, I am the youngest of four siblings. (laughs) God. Lies! Clearly! I have two kids and one on the way. I'm the Virgin Mary. I was just going to say that too. Immaculate conception. Oh, God. Anyway, so like I said, I am the youngest of four. I have two older brothers and an older sister. I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, it's a small town called Tuckerton. So if you know what that is, you do. If not... That's where they make for fucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's what we Jerseys... It's South Jersey. So there's South Jersey, Central Jersey, or North Jersey. Um, now, with that, uh, I guess I wanted to start off with my mom's birthing story. Because it's kind of funny. I don't know if I ever said it. Before on the podcast, if I did, whatever, I'm repeating myself. Um, Get over it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So when my mom, uh, the day that she went into labor with me, uh, early that morning, my dad had to go to work, but he was, before he left, he's like, are you sure you want me to go? Um, Like, he'll call out or whatever. And my mom's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just go, whatever. And my dad's a truck driver. So, like, once he goes, he goes. He can't, like, just come back. Right. Um, so, my mom's mom, so my grandma came over. Uh, and they were making lunch for the kids and getting things ready. And I guess they went for a walk. And the next thing you know, uh, my mom's water broke. And she started feeling really bad contractions. She's like, we need to go. So, <laughs> my grandma's like, all right, well, we need to go home and finish uh, making lunch for the kids first. And so, they went home, and my mom's like, we need to freaking go. And my grandma's taking time <laughs> making the lunch for the kids, and then they had to go drop off the kids uh, to, like, a neighbor's house that was going to watch them. And then, at the time, we, where we lived, the hospital she had to go to was, like, about a half, 20 to a half hour <laughs> away so, um, yeah, that drive. Yeah, yeah, by your fourth kid, yeah. too. Like you're, you're ready to go. You're so they're So they finally drop off, and they're Thanks heading towards the hospital. <laughs> yeah. They're heading towards the hospital, and my mom's just, like, uh, fighting everything. At one point, my grandma um, rolls up the window and closes my mom's hand into the window. <laughs> my mom's freaking out. And then my grandma stops at a red light, and my mom's like, you need to just go. And... She went through the red light. Finally, they get to the hospital. So she finally had some urgency. <laughs> yeah, because my mom end. was, like, lighting it up <laughs> under her butt. Like, we need to go. Like, it's coming. Um, and at that point, when they arrived to the hospital, my mom's like, just pull up to the curb. My mom's like, I will get out. And then my grandma's going to park the car. And then so she went up and pretty much delivered me. As my grandma got up into the room, my mom delivered me. And my grandma's like, already? <laughs> <laughs> now, did your mom, um, did they find out the gender of you before you were born? Um, I don't or think so. Or was that so. still not a thing? It's not a thing. Because even now, like, when I show my mom, like, the sonograms and stuff now, she's like, there were, like, nothing back then. Like, they were, like, little 
oh, I think that's a kid there yeah. type of thing. So I don't think they knew until they actually had the yeah. child. But I'm not quite sure, but I'm pretty sure that's how it was. Um, but yeah, and also my grandma got to hold me before my mom got to hold me because my grandma was a nurse. And she goes, and I'm a nurse. And she got to hold me before my mom. Are you, are you or were you close with your grandma? Um, I mean, they lived in Florida, so I wasn't, like, close, close. But we got to see them, like, every time on vacation, every summer. I just meant bonding-wise since she held you first. Like, if there's something to do that. No, I think it's just normal relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much my birthing story. Um, the way my mom tells it, it's a lot better, but, because <laughs> you just see her reactions I could and everything. See, yeah, I can totally picture your mom, like, like, we need to go, and if well, you knew my grandma, you would know, like, her personality is like, okay, like, let's do this first, we gotta do this. Now, was it your dad's mom or your mom? My mom's mom. Okay. So, yeah, my don't... dad's parents passed away, both of them passed away when he was, like, in oh, his right, teenage right, right, right. Oh, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Gotta be tough. Mm-hmm. But... So, I'm just wondering why your mother didn't light a fire under Graham sooner than the red light. Why, how did your mother hold up through lunch and dropping the other kids off? I think she just has a lot of patience. Uh, pfft, not me. You have one kid. She has four. I can't. So, yeah. Patience. No. <laughs> I have none. Uh, many horrible things that we did as kids. My poor mother. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm going to go into my personality as a child. I was very um, a creative, energetic, um, strong-willed, strong-headed child. Um, you were, were a baby. <laughs> you're not going to tell me anything that I can't do, which is kind of how I am now, in a sense, <laughs> with a little differences. Um, uh, were was, you introverted as a kid? No. But you are now. Yeah. Where do you think that change took place with you? I think once I started getting into middle school, but that's because, I don't know, middle school was like one of those, everybody starts being mean and you're awkward and I don't know. And I think that's what kind of changed. I mean, I've always had like an outgoing personality with people that I know, but if I like first met somebody, it wasn't like, like I have to get my feels. I'm more of like... I need to observe you. Even then. Yeah. Well, not as a kid. A kid, I was just like, I wouldn't shut up. But but middle school all to now, it's more of like I need to sit back and see who you are as a person to see how I can interact with you. And if you even want to bother. Yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, I'd be like, "Uh, no. Um, I made the cut. (laughs) Yeah, if you can make me laugh, it's... You're pretty fun. <laughs> You're, you'll be okay. And usually it's like the crazy energy that like takes it out of me too. So if I see that you're crazy energy, um, but not like too crazy that I'm like, mm, we might get arrested. <laughs> I didn't cross Becky's, that line. I was like, Becky's kind of questionable at some times. <laughs> She's borderline. <laughs> but no, it's very Don't worry, I became, I became friends with a, quite a few of the local police officers. As of late, they know me by name in a good way so far. So maybe I've got some pull if something were to go awry. All right. Now with that, um, I figure like some few childhood stories. Uh, With my strong-willed personality, I used to have this little mermaid dress that was like this purple dress. And then on the front of it had Ariel and I think flounder or whatever. I was obsessed with that dress. I would wear it. Every day, <laughs> and no matter what, to the point where it was disgusting and dirty, and yeah, my mom secretly threw it away. And one day, I'm thinking, "Where's my dress? Whatever." And of course, having an older sister who was only we're only two years and two days apart, um, she told me <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, mom threw it away because she saw my mom throw it away." And then I threw a fit because how dare you throw away? How old were you then? I don't know. I think I was like. Four. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say four, which is just like that Santa story, which I think I mentioned when we were talking about um, holidays and telling our kids 
uh, the, you know, the scoop on Santa and all the other things, like <laughs> Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, I threw a fit at my mom at that time as well because I found out, not the fact that they weren't real, but the fact that she lied to me because big no-no was don't ever lie. Well, here you are lying to me. <laughs> so how dare you? Um, now another one. So not only were you creative, energetic, and strong-willed, but you were intelligent enough to figure that out and put it together. Yeah. Uh, first grade, um, I have what I title bubble story. Now, the we had lunch aides. Um, in elementary school, so they would come and get the kids um, from the teachers and take us to lunch, and they would we'd have lunch and then recess, and they would watch us for that. Now, this lunch aid, um, for people's birthdays, they would give them, like, a little bubble thing, like bubbles, for their birthday. Like, oh, happy birthday, here's bubbles. Well, my birthday's in August, <laughs> so you think I'm ever going to get a damn bubbles? No. <laughs> so I told her, I said, oh, my birthday's going to be next week or whatever it was. I said on a Tuesday. She said, oh, really? Yeah, because I really wanted those bubbles. So obviously that was just my first grader mind thinking like, oh, I'm going to get these bubbles. Not thinking like, okay, well, obviously the school has records. My teachers know my birthday, like whatever. Needless to say, that day I wore like a nice pretty dress. I'm like, I'm gonna, it's going to be my birthday. Whatever, I go in, and, well, this is the harsh part, but I guess it is a learning lesson. My teacher pulled me up to the front of the class, and... You thought you were getting bubbles? Uh, yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught in my lie, and I had to apologize to that I was lying in front of the whole class, and... That's I, where she became injured. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I have a very... I have a few traumatic things, but it also results with me lying as a kid <laughs> so i don't know so you should be able to relate yeah but maybe that's why it pisses me off so much <laughs> i don't know anyway that's the bubble story i didn't get bubbles and i got embarrassed because i had to tell it was my birthday but it to be fair like i knew i wasn't getting bubbles don't hand out bubbles if you're not going to give it to everybody in the class <laughs> third grade <laughs> this is titled glasses story <laughs> So in third grade, um, you know Claire's, I'm sure they still sell them. They sell the fake glasses and all. So oh, I <laughs> so I wanted the glasses. Um, and I wore them. I thought I was so cool. I don't know why. Whatever. I guess it was the thing. I go in and my teacher's like, oh, I didn't know you needed glasses. Like, yeah. So she like moved me to the front of the class too to help me see better. And at the time, my mom worked at the front office she's one of the front office ladies so there was one day where my teacher went in there and she's talking to my mom and she's like oh I didn't know Abby needed glasses like I don't worry I moved her to the front of the classroom my mom's like what she's like <laughs> you know those are fake right <laughs> and called me out on that but at least with this teacher she didn't like make me go in front of the class or whatever she was just like oh okay and then kind of just if anything, my mom said something to me. I don't think my teacher ever said anything to me. Um, but she was a really nice teacher. She was like an old lady at Mrs. Fawcett. And she was very sweet. <laughs> she was a very sweet um, teacher. So she wasn't a drip. No. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I realized, okay, yeah. You um, Now to rewind back a little bit, in second grade... I, um, well, I think it was previously in first grade is when, um, they started noticing I had hearing problems. I used to read lips. Um. So now because you told lies about birthdays and glasses, now nobody believed you couldn't hear. No. <laughs> I don't know how they didn't know for so long. Um, I think it's just because if I was looking at you and you were talking, if you were concentrating on the teacher at the front of the class doing what you're supposed to. Yeah, and I knew then, what was going on. Yeah. Um, it was just like if I was turned away from you, it was like I was ignoring you. Um, and I just remember mainly second grade, it being like a big thing. Because uh, I think that's when I had my first surgery on my ears, getting tubes in my ears. Um, and I remember they, um, which actually, when I was younger, made me 
like, delay in school a little bit, because there were certain things, like, um, the way I talked about, like, naked, I would say naked, like, I was from Australia, and, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just, like, little things, so I would get pulled out of class to, like, do, like, different test things to, um, catch up, and then I guess it was all still new, the whole hearing stuff, um, because there was one point for second grade, um, they sat me in the middle of the class, so it was, like, I was the middle, but, like, the way our desks were we had groups well my group was the, in the middle of the class and I had a speaker that would turn on and the teacher had like a microphone attached to her and that she would speak I would hear it right there um so that would help um but I didn't like that teacher she was really mean because that was one time we were doing field day shirts and uh, I actually think this was before yeah I think this was before yeah. I actually got my surgery and they were trying to like figure different things to help me yeah. Um, and I thought she said, go get a wet paper towel, not a dry paper towel. So I went to the bathroom and got a wet paper towel and she like flipped down on me and told me I couldn't finish my shirt. And I just sat there crying because I was like, I thought that's what you said. Um, but that like sticks to my brain because I'm like, wow, how ridiculous. Traumatic. Just, yeah. Whatever. Um, now in... Back to third grade, I was really into Pokemon, so I used to collect a lot of Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I was, like, into all that, and I used to have, like, my, see, the kids now have, like, the cool folders and whatever that they, I had, like, a whole binder that would, <laughs> you would take it out, and we'd either sit there and trade, or we tried to play the Pokemon games. There was this one girl who brought in this mat thing to play, like, an actual Pokemon game, but obviously, third grade, you make your own rules. You don't play it by the books. Well, the game we were playing was like, okay, I pick a card. I get to keep that card. You pick this card. I get. So on your side, you place your cards down where it's just the backing. On their side, they had the cards down on the backings, and we just pick whatever, whatever. I had a really rare card. And I'm so bad <laughs> to this day that I, this happened because I'm like, I could add a lot of money. It was this rare did you know it was rare at the time? No, I was. Third it grade. probably wasn't rare I was like, at the time. I was like, it's really pretty, <laughs> but it was holographic from the front and the back, and the back was just different than a normal Pokemon card. So the way that I did it is I hid it under another Pokemon card so she wouldn't know. And I'm thinking back and I'm like, she had to like peek or something because how did she like automatically pick that one? Um, and I think it was it was a Mewtwo card, and it's worth like a lot of money now. And I'm like, um. <laughs> And it was my favorite card. And I don't know why. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. Whatever. Thinking she wasn't going to pick it. Well, she picks it. Looks it over. And there's the card. And I'm like, oh. and she takes it. And I, I guess, granted, like, I was like, I'm not going to ask for it back. Like, fair trade. We said we're going to do this. I decided to do that. Um, man, but I kicked myself to this day because I was so mad. The rest of the day, so mad. Um, apparently still now. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> I want that card. And I can't find that card anywhere. Like, it, I can visualize the card the way it looks. And if I try to Google the Google it, <clears throat> I know it's a very rare card, but I can't find the exact. I can't find it. And you don't know the name off the top of your head. Well, I know the character's name, but I don't know, like, the specific name of the card. Pacific. Are we going to California again? Specific. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then I also, my creative side as a child, I used to write a lot of stories or I would like tell a lot of different stories. Um, in fifth grade, they had a young author contest, which I wrote a book in and I won. Wow, nice. Um, I wrote about my cats. <laughs> Pixie and Dixie. And um, it was a whole little story. I mean, it was like a children's book. And um, since... Um, the winners got to go to some high school and meet these other authors. I can't remember who they were, and we got to learn about writing and all these little workshop things that we got to do for the day. Um, and that was pretty cool to do that. Do you remember what you wrote about Pixie and Dixie? Like, I'm pretty version? sure my mom probably still has it somewhere. Yeah, I'll have to ask her to see if she can find it. But it was like just a little, it was just like a little story, but... I, don't, I can't remember the details. I know it's about my cats. 
and they were like humans. So it was like them, but like human, like animation form, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I guess that's enough about elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Um, so middle school, I wrote middle school is a blur. It's not really a blur, but it was like those... You started awkward. drugs already? No. <laughs> the first time I smoked weed, I was actually 14. Um, and it was with my sister. She was the first time. And I remember her and her friend were like high laughing. And I was like, this is it. Like, I didn't get high my first time. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, other than that... Um, yeah, middle school is just, like, trying to get through. That's kind of where you figure out, I believe, who your real friends are and who they're not, and always drama. Um, I remember this one time, my friend's quote-unquote boyfriend at the time, I say that because I don't count middle school relationships, um, he was being mean to her, and I forget exactly what he did, but I didn't like it, so I kicked him in the balls. <laughs> and I guess I hit him really hard because he had to go to the nurse. And apparently he was peeing blood. Oh. And, I mean, sorry, not sorry. I do feel bad because that kid did end up. <laughs> I do feel bad um, because later in the high school years, he did actually end up dying of an overdose. Oh, my. Which the sad thing is, um, my town has a lot of deaths um, due to drug-related Things. I know a lot of people who died from drugs, and it's pretty sad. A small town usually kind of ends up with all that craziness, which uh-huh. I don't understand. Um, but yeah, middle school, I don't know. I gained a lot of new friends, lost some old ones. Um, there's only one friend that pretty much remained consistent in my life from first grade. Which I'm going to jump back a little bit because this reminds me of a story from first grade. So my childhood best friend, which I mean, she still lives in New Jersey. She actually has a daughter um, that's a few months older than my youngest at the moment, Riker. Um, And recently we got back in touch and like talked a little bit and reminiscing on our crazy times as children and teenagers. Um... But the first time we met was in first grade, and I guess I was, quote-unquote, the popular girl in first grade, and she wanted to be my best friend so bad, and I wouldn't give her the day, day of time. I was like, nope. There was one point where she, like, sat next to me at lunch, and I turned to her, and I go, can you move so my friend can sit there? And looking back, I'm like, I was such an asshole. Like, why (laughs) did you want to be friends with me? Um... But how we became friends was her older sister is the same age as my sister. And the house we grew up um, in uh, was the house you go to to hang out with. We had a in in-ground pool in the backyard. And we had a huge-ass backyard and all that stuff. And so one day, um, her sister was coming over to hang out with my sister. And my Rock mom and her. her mom talked and... They found out, oh, she has a little sister around Abby's age. Oh, why don't you bring her over too? Whatever. So I ended up coming over, and then I was like, oh, I know her. And ever since, we were best friends. Um, so that that say, that meme that goes around that says your best friend always started with, I thought you were a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Abby was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but we've been, yeah, we were very close all the way from... First grade, we lost a little touch um, after I moved down here, but then we regained it. Every once in a while, we check in on each other and see how we're doing and stuff. And it's just weird to think about like who we were and how we are now. Because half the time, I'm like, how how did we survive <laughs> half the shit we did? I think that that's pretty common for for most people, you know, children to adults to raising their own family. Even just looking over Facebook and seeing people that I remember who they were as a kid or um, when I elementary, middle school, high school, and 
you know, like you said, middle school, you figure out, like, who your friends are, and that's where, like, people are mean or they bully or whatever. Like, I look back at some of the bullies in middle school and see where they are now, and I'm like, isn't that something you classify somebody some way and they turn out to be the best person ever? That's, like, what I was just going to say. Like, there's, like, the um, preppy kids or something in school where they... They were assholes to every, like, if you weren't in their clique or whatever. And then some of them I've I've looked up and they're either, like, fat or, like, age did not do them justice. Like, like, "Ah, karma's a bitch. Yeah, they call it, they peaked in high school. Yeah, Yeah. right. All right. So, I guess I might as well start talking about high school. (laughs) Um, Now, with high school... Um, there were actually a, I don't remember what grade I was in, but it was like early high school. I actually ended up getting MRSA. Do you know what that is? It's a disease of some sort, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like kinda, a, I don't know. like a bacterial disease, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't know how it happened, but I was home and I was hanging out with my friend that I had since first grade <laughs> and we were hanging out and I had like a little pimple like by my chin and I was like, okay, whatever. Fell asleep. When I woke up, half my face was blown up. Like, bad. Like, I can't even describe it. It was so bad. And it was just, like, painful. Uh, So I go out of the room with my friend and my mom. And my dad was home at the time. I was like, something's wrong. (laughs) And they were like, did you do anything? Like, what? I was like, I don't know. I didn't do anything. I just fell asleep and, like, woke up like this. So they ended up taking me to the emergency room, and that's when they found out I had MRSA. Still don't know how I got it. Usually with schools and stuff, it tends to happen, but I don't know. Needless to say, it was so bad that it obviously blew up my face, and it, like, so it's, like, with that pimple, somehow got infected, I want to say, and it was, like, filled with, like, pus. pus. Oh. And to the point where it, like, they said, like, if it got into my bloodstream, I could have died. Um, so they were lucky that I got in in time. But, like, I I think it was, like, end of summertime. Like, school hasn't started in session yet because I told my mom, I said, I am not going to school like this. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I would have to, uh, like, drain it, like, slowly. And uh, it was worse pain worst pain ever but really bad pain and it was gross the color was lime green your face or the pus no the pus the pus and uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was just like uh i just like think about it and then i remember um my mom would put this like i don't know it was like gauze it not gauze it was like this tar stuff it smelled horrible and it would like draw it out um and then obviously i was on antibiotics um and I don't remember how long it lasted. It was a while. And then finally cleared up. Everything was fine. And I look fine now, right? Yes. <laughs> no scars, no nothing. <laughs> um, I'm surprised by that. But yeah, another traumatic scenario in my life. Um, anyway, on to my first boyfriend. So. <laughs> Are we in high school still? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first boyfriend was Dave. And I thought I I was in love with him. I thought I was going to marry him. You know, usually first boyfriend type things. You think nothing's going to break us apart. Um, It wasn't a bad relationship. I just think maturity wise, we weren't. One, he was older than me. Which I don't know how I was allowed in the relationship. He was like graduating high school and I was like. In beginning of high school. Um, but it taught me a lot of what I wanted in a sense. And it was just like the first puppy love. And you never forget your first love or whatever. And he did break my heart. He ended up breaking up with me. Bye, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he broke up with me because he was going off to college and whatever. And What grade were you in? I was like... Probably a sophomore or, a, no, I was definitely like a sophomore. I was early college. I mean, high wow, school. early high school. <laughs> so I think like, I don't know, 
that relationship should have never been. Um, but it is what it is. Everything's a life lesson. And then from that, I guess we'll move on to Mike. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Which I met my junior year. Bye, Mike. And um, if you've been following us, he is the father of my firstborn, Mikey. Uh, our relationship wasn't bad at first. Looking back, I'm like, I don't know what I saw it <laughs> but I don't know. He he was nice, uh, very immature, and um, we did break up a little bit before my senior year because I was like, I'm not into him, and I broke up with him. <laughs> I don't know why I got back with him. I should have, well, I wouldn't have Mikey if I didn't, but um, I remember one time, my first job was McDonald's and I was working there and which I'm grateful for that being my first job because it taught me a lot of patience dealing with people and ours was like the only fast food in town. So you can imagine how crazy that place was. And I all had my Spanish kitchen ladies that worked in the kitchen. We always had fun. They were funny. They called me, um, what did they used to call me? A little Abby Sita or something. And it was always a riot. Um, but I remember one day while we were broken up, he came in with his friend and they brought two girls with them, which I was like, whatever. There wouldn't have been an issue until this girl for no reason was giving me a hard time and like trying to argue with me. And I'm like, you need to get out of here right now before I beat your ass. Like, and then my manager stepped in and told her to get out. I was like, and then I texted him later. I was like, why would you do that? Like, this is my job. Like, I don't right. care, but don't bring somebody in here and start causing problems. Fast forward, senior year, um, we weren't back together yet. I was living my life. <laughs> I was having fun, you know, senioritis. I would uh, skip school, go do whatever. We'd have senior parties. Ugh, good times. Four loco days. If you guys know what four loco is. No. No? <laughs> I know what it is. I never drank it, though. Oh. One, and you're done. And I, I, ch- I used to chug two. would be like, ooh, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> yeah, I remember one party we actually had at... Uh, I'm actually surprised you don't know about Four Loco being a bartender. No. Nope. Oh, they don't, they don't sell them at bars. Yeah, because they're, they're got really high... Well, I well the thing is, I drank them before they took them off the shelves and then put them back on the shelf because was it was say, like yeah, having an energy drink and a high alcohol content in one. People were dying off of them. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> um, but I remember one party at that we actually had at my house. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> um, we actually had a few there, which they know. Um, and. It was fun. We had good times there. Duh. And we had our kitchen table as the pong table. We had one room was the smoking room. And that, oh, I remember that night I blacked out. I was in there on the face mask smoking. And then I was <laughs> drinking. I blacked out that night. I was like, whoa. Taking me back. Cause, oh, my God. Some things never change. No. Only when you get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, then I'm good for a little bit. Anyway, uh, eventually me and Mike got back together. I don't remember really, like, what got us back together. I don't remember. But we did. I decided to give it another chance, I guess. And Were you still in high school or had you graduated already? We were still in high school because we went to my senior prom together. And that's where I conceived Mikey. Ah, I think you said that before. <laughs> He's a senior prom baby. Off like my prom dress. <laughs> yeah, you said that before. <laughs> All right. And then I graduated from high school. And once I graduated, it was pretty much my parents wanted to move down here. Um... They just waited for all of us to graduate, and they wanted to come to the South, which we used to vacation down here all the time anyway. So we already had a condo. 
excuse me, to stay at. Um, and then at the time I was still with Mike, so I was like, I didn't know I was pregnant yet. Well, actually, yes, I did. Well, I'm going to rewind because I forgot about something. So, thing of my, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to jump back and forth because there's things like I forget and then I remember. So, like, towards, I want to say the end of my junior year, I did get pregnant. Um, this wasn't Mikey. And I lost the baby at nine weeks. And it was a very traumatic event for me. I... Was that with Mike as well? Yes. Um, I remember, well, we went to the doctor's appointment, found out, whatever. And I was, you know, still, I've been in high school still, keeping it kind of a secret that my parents and Mike knew and stuff like that, or like a few close friends. And there was one point I was in gym class and, you know, you have to change before you go to gym. And I noticed I was bleeding. And I'm, like, freaking out because I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not supposed to bleed. So, and I had a sub gym person that day. And I was embarrassed. And I told my friends. So, I'm, like, crying at this time. And I had to go up to this poor substitute. And I'm, like, I just need to go to the nurse. He probably thought it was just a fucking emotional wreck or something. And I was, like, okay, you can go. Um, I ended up, because I ended up calling my dad while I was in the locker room, and I was, like, telling him, and he's like, you just need to go to the nurse. I'll be there as soon as possible. So I went to the nurse, um, and then my dad picked me up and uh, went home. And uh, turns out I had a miscarriage. And See, this is a thing that's like, I don't know why I got back together with Mike. And this could have been why we broke up in the first place, looking back at it now. Because at the time, he was out buying a car, and I'm, like, telling him what's going on. And it's, like, those moments where, like, I need you right now, and you're busy fucking buying a car. I thought he was buying a car while you were in labor for Mike. <sighs> that's another... <laughs> that, too? No, he was there for when I gave birth to Mikey, but I'll tell you that in a second when I get there. But, um... No, that was when I had my miscarriage. She was buying um, a Nissan Maxima. And I was just like, I need you right now. And it was just my parents were there for me. Thanks for them because they've been there for me through a lot and helped me through a lot. Um, and I think that's probably why we broke up, um, looking back on it. But we broke up and then I some I don't know, got back together with him. Fast forward to, okay where I'm at now. <laughs> when I had, I conceived Mikey on prom night, then graduated from high school, moved down south, found out that I was pregnant again. We actually started working together. Um, when we first came down, like, get a job. Uh, we worked at this, um, beach store called Wings World. Um, Wings World! Party <laughs> on! <laughs> um, which we worked at um, together, me and Mike, which is the biggest mistake, because I would never want to work with him. He's, no offense, his work ethic is just terrible, and I did not like to be seen with him like that, like, really embarrassment. Um, but yeah, he ended up at some point, um, during, while we were working there and during my pregnancy, his car which was a Shelby Mustang. Whatever. That's why when people talk about cars, I just roll my eyes because I dealt with it for a long time. Um, he wanted to get modifications on the car. In my rat. So he went up to New Jersey because he knew some guy that could do these modifications, which with cars like that, you're not supposed to do certain modifi modifications because... One peop if you go to resell that type of car, like people want the originals, they want the classic of what that type of car is, whatever. Um, I ended up having an issue during my pregnancy with Mikey, which I had a really bad UTI that went up to my kidneys, and I had a kidney infection that put me in the hospital for five days. That is what you're thinking of. Because that is when I would call him and beg him to come back down because I'm in the hospital almost dying and 
you're worrying about a damn car <laughs> and getting all souped up. Um, and he ended up losing his job because the guy was, like, taking his time. He was, like, gone for a while. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was also a traumatic event because I had 105 fever. They had to put, like, these ice blankets on me just to get my temperature down. Uh, my mom was there with me every day. I mean, she would leave at night and, like, go to work the next day and then come back to check on me and all that. Finally, I was good, able to get out. Uh, and that kind of, me and Mike were very rocky at that point because it was just like, what are you doing? And the fucked up thing is, like, I don't want to just keep trashing him. He is a good father to Mikey. Like, I, I know he loves his son, but he's very immature and all about himself at the same time. So when I say these things, these are my experiences um, with him. And I just, just, I don't know. Um, when I, we first found out that I was pregnant, <laughs> I don't know. He wanted to have the baby, but he wanted his, well, at the time he lived with his aunt and his grandmother. He wanted his aunt and grandmother to raise Mikey until he was five years old. And then we get Mikey back at five. And I was like, what, what? the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? No. Um, that was his idea of, like, I guess so we could grow up, whatever. Like, I got, like, what he was saying. But at the same time, like, one, you don't just pawn off your kids to somebody. Like, that's not how it worked. Um, anyway. End up having Mikey. We end up buying ourselves, um, uh, like a townhouse apartment thing which he still lives in and uh our relationship just was not good from there on always arguing um I was just like sick of I was always the one cleaning making sure things were getting done cooking blah blah it was just like no help um and he couldn't hold a job still can't hold a job it's just not stop and then I found out because the bills were in his name every time I give him money I don't know why I would give him money. I gave him money to pay the bills. He wasn't paying the bills. Instead, he was buying weed and buying whatever. And then I find out, okay, we're, we're behind. Like, what the fuck is going on? Then we'd argue. Uh, there was times where things got physical. He has pushed me down um, on the ground for it. The one incident was my breaking point. Um, like, he was early two-ish, and I don't think he remembers anymore, but I remember when we first moved into my parents, which I'll get there too, I'm jumping back and forth, um, he used to like mention this moment because obviously he saw it and it stuck in his brain. There was an argument we were having and Mike pushed me and I fell down the stairs and Mikey witnessed that. Um, that was my breaking point. I called my dad and I said, you need to come get me and Mikey now, I'm done. And he came. I packed a few things, left, and at that point, I told Mike, I just need a break. Eventually, obviously, I told him, we're not getting back together. <laughs> um, and then my parents took me back to get the rest of my stuff. Uh, and I lived with my parents for a, a while. Yet again, thankful for them. They've <laughs> always been there for me, um, no matter what. <laughs> uh, and then from that point... Um, uh, trying to figure out where I met in my little stories. So I lived with my parents. Um, I got a job at, like, it was the rec, Con uh, not Conway, it was, um, uh, the county rec center where they had summer program and, um, the after school program. So I was one of the counselors. counselors. That's the word I'm looking for. Um. It was a fine job. It was easy, but you don't get paid much to do that and deal with sometimes these kids are ruthless and don't like to listen. It was very annoying. Um, but it did teach you a lot. <laughs> um, and then at that time as well, I started college because um, I thought I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. Uh, a year and a half into it, I realized that's not what I wanted to do. Um, I love kids. Um, but I do like kids in small amounts, 
and I don't really like other kids other than my own. (laughs) (laughs) Same. And I could have fun with kids. I'm very creative. I could have a good time, but, like, yet again, my patience can get very thin, and it's just, like, I don't want to talk to these kids anymore. So I bless those teachers that are teachers and can deal with all these kids. Yes. And bless for you deal with my kids, because I know they can be crazy sometimes, too. Anyway, so I ended up quitting school, uh, thinking, like, I'll go back to whenever I figure out what I want to do. haven't gone back since, because I'm always like, I don't know. Um, and then I finally left that job and started working at Pirate's Voyage. And at first I was, um, like a person who like face painted. So I'd make the people into little mermaids, pirates, and skeletons. That sounds like a really cool job. It was an easy, fun job, honestly. I had a blast being there, and then I also bartended once I hit 21. Um, But it was a lot of fun, and from that point, uh, I ended up meeting AJ. So when I met AJ, I was like, oh, I started going to the gym, so... I was like, you know, I want to feel good about myself. Let's start working out, yada, yada, yada. So I signed up for Planet Fitness. <laughs> um, and I started going to the gym, and that's how I met AJ, because I didn't know two shits about gym stuff other than treadmill. <laughs> um, and I wanted to start, like, learning different machines. He... So wait, was he your trainer? No. Oh. He was working out there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> no, but he realized... Um, I didn't know how to work a machine, so he came over and showed me how to do it. And then from that point, we ended up talking and just, uh, we're talking about, oh, you have a kid, I have a kid, um, and just talking a little more, and then we exchanged numbers. At that point, I was just like, I don't, I'm not, like, I'll talk to you, but I don't know if I'm going to give you the day and time. Uh, it actually took a while for him to, like, constantly, like, hey, you want to go on a date? You want to go on a date? Until I finally was like, yeah, because... <laughs> If he tells it, he's like, there was, like, I was going to give her one time, and if she blew me off again, I was not going to try again. Um, so we ended up going out. Our first date, it was actually sweet. So we went to the movies. We met up at the movies, um, and we saw Ride Along 2. Now, I didn't see the first one, so I was like, I don't know what's going on, so sorry. Um, so we watched it. It was a good, funny movie. Um, and then we went to King Kong Sushi after, um, and I actually taught him how to use chopsticks because he didn't know how to use chopsticks. And I was like, well, if you're going to eat sushi, you're going to need to learn how to use chopsticks. So I eat sushi with a fork. Well, you got to learn to um, <laughs> use chopsticks the proper way. I am never eating sushi but with Abby. <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn. He learned. Um, but it was... It was, I don't know, it was like the first time me going on a date with somebody and it feeling natural. Like, I didn't, like, I felt nervous, obviously, that's normal, but it was like, once we're talking, comfortable, it was just easygoing, whatever. He would rush to open the door for me. I didn't have that happen to me before. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And, like, things like that. Chivalry's not dead. Yeah, but it was just weird to me, so I'm like, what the fuck? And then, at the end of the date... I'm expecting him to kiss me because I'm thinking, like, that's what all, all boys try to do. No, he just hugged me goodbye, and that was it. I was like, what the fuck? And I was, like, thrown off by it. Um, and I think I asked him later that Do night. you like me? <laughs> no, I was like, you didn't kiss me. I was like, why did you kiss me? He's like, because I like you. Like, I respect you, and, you know, I want to take you out again. Like, I want to whatever, which I thought was sweet because I was like, wow, like, this is the first time, like, a guy didn't, like, try something, you know? Um, and then we actually, quote unquote, dated, if you want to call it, um, for four months. Um, so going on dates, going to the gym together, things like that before we made it official. Um. So is April your official day or when you started? No, the official. Okay. Yeah, four months before. Well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, you can figure it out. Um, Yeah. 
Um, and then I didn't let him meet Mikey until I think because we dated for four months and then we started dating. And I think it was a few months after until I like officially let him meet Mikey. Um, and Mikey, even as a young child, Mr. Mayor, he bonded with AJ obviously through video games that's always the thing and they play video games and it was it was cute to see their little young relationship because he's like a little baby Mikey <laughs> it was just it's AJ just, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it was funny there was one time actually because I still live with my parents at the time and uh you know me and AJ you know get a little you gotta tell the bread story again the what? Bread story. Uh, I'll tell that again, too. But this is us um, getting a little sexy time, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and Mikey, at like three, walked in on us. And <gasps> it's funny because AJ flipped over to the side of the bed and I like covered myself really quick. So I don't think Mikey like knew anything was going on because he just was back like talking to me. I don't know what he wanted. He like woke up in the middle of the night or something. Um, <laughs> but it was just like a scared moment like <gasps> and I was like because AJ likes like anime and the video games and stuff that he likes and the movies that he likes that you guys dress up as and stuff like I now unfortunately <laughs> have this visual of like a superhero AJ <laughs> flipping stealthily naked <laughs> off the bed <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I said. I was like, oh, whatever, go back to your room. And Mikey went back, and then we got dressed, and I checked on Mikey to be like, are you okay? Um, Now, what Becky's talking about, the bread story, I'm pretty sure I already mentioned this on the podcast before. But obviously, me and AJ used to hang out, drink. We go out and drink. Um, I call it, like, the wild times, because we were stupid. Um, <laughs> I have not. a few stories actually, <laughs> but, um, the bread story is there was one day after work, uh, me and my friend were like, oh, let's go hit up the bar that we used to go to Hurricane Maggie's shout out there. <laughs> it's like a dive bar. <laughs> but we used to always go there, um, ended up running my, my tab for myself, $70, uh, that should tell you how much I drank. Um, I don't even think I ate anything. And we were supposed to have one drink. <laughs> and should have known that never happens. And AJ texts me. He's like, oh, I'm going to meet you guys there. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, whatever. So he gets there. We're already half in the bag and whatever. And I'm like sitting there. And I think he ordered a drink. And I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. And I end up like throwing up in the toilet. To the point where I freaking peed myself. And good thing I was wearing black yoga pants because you can't tell. So I come out and I'm like, we need to go. <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, I just peed myself. I'm sick. Like, we need to go. I was like, I like threw my card at him. I was like, just pay my tab and let's go. So pay the tab. It was deafening. Oh. <laughs> pay my tab and, and then... Sorry, Becky's investigating. Um, and then, obviously, I can't drive home. So, AJ's driving me home. And we're in the car. And at one point, I'm like, oh, wait, this is not the bread story. This is a different story. <laughs> I just realized that this is not me. Well, finish that story. Okay, anyway. Um, wow, I do have a lot of stories. <laughs> and driving home, and I'm like, pull over, pull over, because I have to throw up again. And he's like, no, because he's like, if cops are out on this night, they're going to be like, why are you pulled over? Uh, so he hands me, he didn't have anything, so he hands me his hoodie. So I'm throwing up in the hood of his hoodie. Poor thing. And he had to go wash it. Oh. And I finally get home, and he's walking me inside. Needless to say, I still lived with my parents. And my and dad's sitting there. I want to know how you don't have a ring on it yet with throwing up in his hoodie and... You're still together. I know. All the shit we've been through. I don't understand. <laughs> anyway. Um. Uh. After. 
So he got me to the house. My dad's sitting on the couch, and he obviously realizes I'm fucked up. So he's just like, oh, I got to take her to the room. But AJ helped me get changed because, obviously, I'm, like, pissed and whatever. And then I got dressed or whatever. He helped me dress. And then my dad comes in with, like, this seltzer water shit. And he's like, here, drink this. It will make you feel better. Seltzer? Oh, It didn't. That'll because get I took when you're one, sober. So I took a sip, and I immediately throw up. And then the next thing, how does it taste, my dad says. And AJ's like, I've tried to, like, hold my composure. Because he's, like, trying not to laugh. Because he's thinking, how do you think it tastes? She's throwing up again. And it was just, and I think my dad did it on purpose. Because he knew what I was going to throw up. Anyway, that wasn't the bread story. Because <laughs> I just totally ran it off to that story. Now I can tell you the bread story. Now the bread story is AJ. This was a New Year's. <laughs> uh, we went out for New Year's. Don't remember the year. And before we went out, we were sipping on moonshine. It was like apple something, moonshine. Which, whatever. And then we went out to Merle's Inlet. Which you is a place where we live. And you can bar hop or whatever. So we, that's what we did. Ended up, AJ got so messed up. And we Ubered home. And that Uber bill was high as a motherfucker. And this poor dude is like passing out in the back. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to get him inside? This poor old man who was our Uber driver is like, I can help you carry him inside. I'm like, no, I got it. I'm carrying his ass inside, and then he ends up throwing up, and then I'm trying to feed him bread while he's at the toilet, and then he just throws the bread in the toilet and flushes it, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and then the next morning, my parents thought it was me, so they're like, Abby, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, it wasn't me, it was AJ, and then all turned flipped over, <laughs> poor AJ, poor AJ, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um... There was another night <laughs> where we drank and we came home and we shared a trash can together. <laughs> and that was a moment that we shouldn't have drank that much because that was really bad. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those stories. There's another one where AJ got drunk and I don't know what he was saying. I was like, what are you talking about? He started doing some evil laugh. I thought I was going to get murdered or something. Because I'm like, you're kind of scaring me. Um, and then I ended up just laying in bed and passing out. He threw up in the driveway. That's actually when we lived here. Um, <laughs> uh, that I had to, like, go out and, like, get a bucket to get the throw up off the driveway. All right. Now, I don't know where I am. moving out of my parents' house with my sister to where I am now um, because she was not in a good situation and we decided to help her out and I was going to help her with bills and help her with her children at the time. We ended up moving in together where we are, well, where I am now. And with that, uh, it was good. Nothing crazy. It didn't last long. No, it didn't. Um... I used to watch Kyla as a baby while she, because she was still doing, finishing up school. Keaton, man, that kid scared me. He thought he was a ninja. I was, one day he's running past my room and he had a knife behind his back. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Because he thought it was a ninja sword. And I had to go get, get the ninja sword from him. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I used to, that's how I got the name Abby. Abby a monster. Because I used to yell at them all the time. <laughs> they were scared of me. Um, now I have to add another heading to no. the title of my phone. <laughs> no. Um, um, and then I ended up convincing AJ to move in with me because he was here every day anyway. And I was like, you might as well move in with me. And While your sister was still here? Yeah. Um, and plus he was like in charge of the yard work at the time anyway because me and my sister were going to do that. So I was like, you might as well move in. Um like, help us out around the house, whatever, and then he moved in, and, like, literally shortly after that, she got back in her situation, and not officially moved out, but she was never here, and then I finally, I was like, what's going on, because 
I would like to have the main bedroom. <laughs> so right. she did officially move out, moved our bedroom to there, and then been like this. Popping out baby suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we had Riker, and now we're on to Samara. And yeah. Any questions? I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, I have two questions. What's your favorite color? Oh. <laughs> Lime green. Oh, don't tell Jacqueline because that's her favorite color. And what's your favorite food? Oh, uh, peanut butter Thai noodles. What? <laughs> say that slower. Peanut butter Thai noodles. What is that? It's like an Asian cuisine. My dad makes the best and I just, I can't. And my question that I thought of is because uh, Brayden today was with me at a couple of stores and she's like, oh, you should get this for Aunt Jennifer. Oh, you should get this for Aunt Jennifer. I'm like, I am not. I said, $30 on my account. I am not getting that and that and that. I was like, I'll tell her you were thinking about it. It's very nice of you. And I was like, you know what? I don't know. What, Abby, like, is there anything specifically that you collect? Like, is there any specific, like, what's your favorite pet? <laughs> like, Anna, what's your favorite animal? Oh, a tiger. Okay. And so, is there anything in your bedroom or in your home other than photographs of your children that you have multiples of? That when you see that you're out in the store, like, stuff. No. So you're not like Jennifer and I with lots of stuff. <laughs> and I don't collect things. I don't know. Other than pictures. No <laughs> stuff. I don't, I don't know. I'm not like, I don't really buy for myself either. Like, if I'm out somewhere, I'm thinking of buying for somebody else, not me. Or your children. Yeah. Which is my thing too. And that's how my kid has way too much because A, she's an only child. So anybody that does buy for her typically gets her a little bit more than because she is the only and B, because she is my one and only, so I'm like, oh, Brayden, oh, Brayden. But I just thought about that because I have multiple things that I see for Jen that I'm like, oh, Jen would like that. Jen would like this based on her hobbies. or her I like hobbies. candles. Well, what fucking woman does it? Oh, Jennifer, because she's allergic. <laughs> I like candles. That's one thing. Okay, so what are your favorite scents? Like, are you more floral or are you more, like, spicy? Floral. Um, and then there is one that's... Um, that's what kills me. That, the floral? I like the spicy, like the well, cinnamon it or it musky Because smelling. it depends on the season. So, like, for autumn, I'll burn, like, the apple cinnamon candles. Uh, for winter, I do have, like, a pine, I have um, pine candle. I know. You know, um, I enjoy But in smell. my bedroom, I have, like, the floral scents. Or AJ recently got one that was... It smelled like men cologne. And I, like, love that. Yeah, and I took I a picture of it because I said if we get it again, I need to know what it is. <laughs> I don't like the pine smell in a candle or per se like those uh, the air fresheners nice. you can get for your cars. Yeah. But if you have the fresh smell of pine, like you're driving through a foresty type area. Yeah, well, area, uh, I or figured I wasn't going to get a real Christmas tree. Right. So I was like, pine. So I pretend I have a real Christmas tree. Yeah, so. that's fair enough. Um. Yeah, but other than that, no. Really have anything that I feel like. Have you ever been in any like horrible car accidents or any threatening situations that you feared for your life? Yeah, the time that I had MRSA and <laughs> when I had that kidney infection. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, other than that, no. Well, that's good. When you were growing up, did you ever picture yourself getting married? How many kids you would have, what kind of mother you would be now. Yeah, so my thing, I always I always thought I was going to get married first <laughs> before I had kids. Um, my thing was 25, clearly not 25 with the marriage. Um, and and I, three kids. Yeah, <laughs> I did only want three kids, um, but obviously my family's a little bit bigger than three kids. Uh, because it's a mixed family, yeah. yes. Um. That was my fantasy. 25. I was like, I'm going to get married by 25. I don't know. No. It didn't happen. Well, 
I mean, that's when you said earlier about life lessons. I mean, we can plan, 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 and nothing ever works out typically the way that you plan it. And it's one of the things, like, I think, Jen, you've said to me, like, don't tell her you're taking her to do this until you're actually on the way to take her to do this. Like, if I'm making plans for Brayden and something happened where I'm like, oh, my God, and Jennifer's like, that's why you don't tell them. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But in the same sense, I almost feel like that's a learning lesson that children need to know is that disappointment is a part of life. Yeah, things happen. So, you know, I mean, and we ourselves set ourselves up for disappointment. We, you know, we dream that little fairy tale, and I'll get into mine in episode 33 um, (laughs) instead of starting in on, you know, my thoughts on that, just vague questions more so for you and vague comments based upon you. Instead of me for once. How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's the Abby show. That's the AAA. All about Abby. That's yeah. all she wrote. If you guys have any questions, you can email them and we can answer them later on. Um, I don't know what kind of questions you would have, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite number? No. Not like you. <laughs> I'm not you, I'm me. Um, alright. Wait, how tall are you? Five three. How tall really are you? I'm pretty sure five <laughs> three. No, because we're like the same height and I'm five two and three quarters. I'm pretty sure five three. I'm I mean, five can, even. They tower over me. <laughs> we can get a measuring tape or whatever. What size shoe do you wear? Six. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that little, but I have them like, like six, six and a half. Six and a half. It depends on the shoe. Yeah, it depends on the shoe. Six and a half, seven. Like, uh, Converse run big. So. Alright. Nothing else. <laughs> As always, you can follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at the Monster Squad or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok. Man, we were supposed to record this time, and we didn't. Um, the underscore monster underscore squad. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Jen and I looked at each other like, oh, my God, you didn't press the record button no. for this episode. No. You through this shit again. <laughs> no. You mean actual yeah. video. Yeah. All righty then. Any mo- <laughs> Our faces were... <laughs> Any mom stories or topics you have, please email them at themomstersquad at outlook.com. In the title, put topic or mom story. Let us know if you would like to use your name, where you're from, or you would like to remain anonymous, anonymous. Um, and then look forward to next week's episode. That is going to be Jen's episode. And after that, will be Becky's. Other than that, thank you for listening to The, the Monster Squad. Squad.